0: Hey there! If you're anything like me, you have dreams you want to make reality or goals you want to achieve. But let's face it, time is not on your side. You're busy, you're tired, and when in the world would you carve out the amount of time you would need to achieve anything above and beyond the day-to-day load you're already carrying? Welcome to Mom on the Fringe. I am your host, Amy Matthews-Mootville. I'm a busy mom of three young children, an entrepreneur, singer, voice teacher, and lover of any old piece of furniture that needs restoration. I am here to support you, encourage you, and give you tactical tips and tools to help you find those hidden pockets of time in your busy week and use that time to your advantage. Let's get started. Hey, friends, it's Amy, I'm back, and I'm so happy to be recording this episode today from my husband's hometown of Mödling, Austria. That's right, my kids and I are traveling here. We came a little earlier than my husband because he couldn't get off work, but we're spending a few weeks here seeing the grandparents, my husband's family, and all of our friends here and, of course, taking in the sights and all the food of Austria. So I am so happy to be here recording this today and coming to you from Austria. You'll probably notice there's a little bit of a difference in my sound today. I normally record my podcast episodes from my computer in my home office with a Blue Yeti mic, and today I'm recording from my iPad and a lav mic. So I hope it's not too different and you can kind of adapt to the difference in the sound. But I am just excited to be here. And today I wanted to continue our conversation about stepping out and trying to do a new business, or actually getting more comfortable in your own skin in the business you're already in. And this episode is entitled Step Outside the Microcosm. What do I mean by that? I'm going to share that with you now, so stay tuned. So over the past week, like I said, my kids and I have been uprooted from the comfort zone of our own familiar space in our home in Austin, Texas, and literally transplanted via plane (laughs) to a small cozy one bedroom apartment in the middle of Vienna, Austria. As many of you may know, if you know me personally, my husband is originally from Vienna and we met here and we got married here in 2004 and decided to move to the States for a change of scenery. What were we thinking? (laughs) I laugh, but we do love Austin and we're so glad to have had these past 15 years there learning and growing as a family. But yet, we are still very deeply connected to our Austrian roots, and our friends and family back here as well. And for me, coming back feels like we never missed a beat. And the culture here, in many ways, feels much more comfortable and familiar to me than what we experience on a daily basis where we live in Austin. Now, don't get me wrong, we have acclimated to Austin just fine. We are flip-flop wearing, queso eating, Mexican martini drinking folks who love the beach and we love being around Austinites and doing all the Austin things. We are definitely acclimated to that as well. However, um, it is many times very difficult for us as we feel differently about many things and we think differently about many things and we long for a uh, some things that are back in our hometowns. Now, I'm not originally from Austria, obviously. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri, and I long for things back in Kansas City. My husband longs for things back in Austria. So we definitely feel like we are more comfortable and familiar in those places sometimes than the actual place where we live. Okay, moving on. (laughs) So I'm gonna take us back to this whole feeling after you get off the plane and you step out into new air, like what we have just discovered with my kids and me, you hear new languages, you smell new smells, and see a completely new scenery, you suddenly discover that your current world is very small, where you just came from, and just a a small facet of the whole world and what the world has to offer, right? Have you ever been that far away where you realize, I mean, it really doesn't take much for me. I could go the next town over from where I live and start to feel like, gosh, I've been thinking a little too small, haven't I? But it really has that effect on you when you go out of the country and you're 7,000 miles away from your home. All the limitations you've been placing upon yourself seem to just melt away in an instant, don't they? That problem you just had with your neighbor is just off in the distance. Worrying what someone at church thinks of you or your new endeavor just feels petty. And submitting that article to your favorite blog seems so doable. Like, what was hard about that? Why was I struggling with that? I also experienced the, the last two weeks before we were getting ready to travel abroad, I was so obsessed and concerned about what we were taking, where we were staying, and all the unknowns that I literally drove myself into a state of panic. But because now we've stepped into the unknown, into a different land, anything is possible. Do you know this feeling that I'm talking about? Do you know that feeling of just stepping into something that you've really never been around or you haven't been around in a long time and you start to feel like, oh my gosh, there's a whole world out there that I'm not living in and I am not experiencing and I'm getting so worked up and uptight over these things that are going on in my little world, in my little microcosm that I am missing the big picture. But here's the deal. I didn't always feel the way I just described when I got off that plane a few days ago in Vienna, Austria. I actually felt the opposite, to be truthful, when I originally moved abroad in my early 20s. From my small town in Lee Summit, Missouri, Traveling abroad seemed like an escape from the monotony of knowing the local streets like the back of my hand and having the same options of food to eat every single day. From a distance, I saw moving away as a whole new world full of opportunities, a clean slate, if you will. But when I got here, that changed in an instant. I remember I was immediately educated about the hierarchy of positions, especially here in Vienna. And oh, have you ever heard of the titles in this culture? Yeah, the Viennese have a real issue, (laughs) I think, about their title structure. They're very staunch about their titles, meaning, they like it when you possess a certain title, it gives you importance. So if you are a master's uh, graduate, or if you are an engineer, or if you're a doctor or a lawyer, they really like for you to go by those titles because it expresses your importance and your hierarchy in the system. And if you don't have a title, or you don't know someone who does, you can pretty much forget doing much at all in this town. So I was made aware of how things worked here very quickly. And I was made aware that I was an outsider, and no amount of learning German and preparing for whatever I was about to encounter helped me to fit in the way I thought I was going to fit in and conquer the things I thought I was going to conquer once, conquer once I got here. And while that does present some opportunities for attention and perhaps even favor for some, it also presents a pressure to be ready and able to be who they imagine you to be and perform at the highest possible level And listen guys, under this kind of pressure, I crumbled. I immediately felt ill-equipped and clumsy in this new environment with new opportunities that were outnumbered by their challenges. But now, as I come back to visit almost 18 years later, (laughs) I sort of snicker at the insecurities of my youth. Why did I crumble? Why didn't I just stand with my head held high and laugh in the face of their disapproval? Why didn't I allow myself to just be taught instead of crushed? Why didn't I allow the criticism to educate me on maybe what I needed to improve upon as a singer in a foreign city instead of tell me that I was worthless or insignificant or inadequate? for the task. What I've learned over the past decade is not only that wisdom and confidence come with age. Can I get an amen from all of you who are over the age of 40? (laughs) But also the prayers, reading my Bible and finding out what God says about me. Also going to therapy, maybe even reading some life-giving books and talking to friends and listening to encouraging podcasts and definitely finding a supportive tribe have all cumulatively worked together to bring me to this place where I no longer really care what anyone else thinks. It's taken me a while to get here. It's taken a lot of work to stop beating myself up and start loving the person that God made me to be. It's, t- it's taken me a long time to realize that I never failed. This was just all part of the journey. The other night, I was walking with my kids to my friend's house. She lives in the same district I lived in when I first moved here. And as I was walking up the street, up Burgasse, with my kids, past the museum past the museum's quarter and past the, the local restaurants and shops that I used to walk by every day, I was quickly jolted back into that time when I used to be walking with my black boots, my black pants, my stocking cap, my gloves. It would be snowing. I remember coming home, having to walk around the block just a few feet from the Uban Station, which is the subway station, to my apartment, and feeling so vulnerable, and feeling so scared, and feeling so alone. And here I was, walking up the same street with my three kids with a completely different feeling we were laughing we were joking there was nothing to be worried about or scared about because we know we knew how we were getting there we didn't have to be worried about the language because i speak it we didn't have to be worried about someone getting us or uh, being alone in a foreign city and thinking of a family that was far away because we were all together but those are all things i dealt with and all my insecurities that took over literally took over when I was living here the first time. I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't know what I was doing. I just know that this is what I needed to do. I knew that this is what I needed to do. So now, years later, I can walk in confidence down the same streets where I bowed my head and walked in fear and shame and loneliness, and I can stand straight and look around me, not fearing the faces and cultural awkwardness I feared before because I'm coming now from a different perspective. Money is no longer so much of an issue as it was back then. The fear of failing in the pursuits I had while living here had melted into thin air. And all the drama, all the despair, all the angst, as they say in German, have dissipated. And no longer threaten my existence like they did back then. Years later, 18 to be exact, I can now walk these streets with ideas floating in my head and take in the sights and smells with gratitude because there's no fear here. There's only opportunity I now can speak the language fluently where I once stumbled and felt my face turn red with embarrassment while trying to communicate. I now know why these new different ways were so humbling then, but how they are intriguing and almost warm and inviting to me now. I have changed and not to quote wicked, but I have been changed for good. I have just a few points to make here in light of this little story. Number one is fear and trepidation are very natural states for us as humans, guys, but we don't have to let them rule over us. Sometimes the things we fear the most turn out to be the most valuable of all of our experiences and teach us things that take us beyond our wildest imagination. Number two, working on ourselves and time spent alone can change a multitude of things over the course of our lives. We just have to be willing to learn from our mistakes and be conscious about where we are and where we've come from. And number three, When it applies to our relationships, our passions, or our businesses, we can look outside and need to look outside of our microcosm, this small corner of the world where we live and work and do life, and see that there are people we can connect with somewhere else in another world who may be like-minded and supportive of our pursuits. And actually, the funny part is you don't even have to travel the world like I'm doing right now to find these things. Social media and the internet make it possible for anyone to do wherever they are. I share all of this with you today because I find that this whole idea of perspective is something we should always be seeking in our lives. I know for myself, when I start to feel the most insecure, and insignificant, and inadequate for the tasks that lie ahead of me, all it takes is me stepping outside of my comfort zone, getting out of my funk by walking outside of my front door by stepping out into a little bit of an unknown space for me to start to realize that this little tiny world that i'm living in is not all that i live in there is a huge world out there and if the world that i'm speaking to or i'm creating for or i'm trying to fit into isn't accepting of me Well, that's okay, because I just need to keep working on whatever my craft is, whatever my business is, whatever my interests are, hobbies or passions or pursuits, because someone out there, someone in this big world is going to appreciate what I have to offer. We should never limit ourselves to the place where we are. And it's great if you are in a business where everyone who is around you is supportive and gets what you're trying to do. That's great. That's wonderful. But most of us don't have that luxury. Most of us need to find tribes around us that we can step outside of our own tribe, our own community and find outside of ourselves. I find, guys, that's really important and it's really helpful for me even on this trip to realize, man, oop, dog bark, <laughs> sorry. I have been living too small. I have been thinking too small about the world around me. Thanks so much for listening to me today. I don't think the dog's going to stop barking, so I'm going to end it on that note. We need to be able to think outside of our microcosm. Thanks so much. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this podcast episode. It means so much for me. And please don't forget to leave a review. Till next time. Bye-bye.